Hi, I'm Bill Mosley, and you're in the horror basement. <laughs> Lick my plate, you dog bitch. Welcome to the Horror Basement Podcast, coming to you from the TN Horror News Studios in the basement of my mom's trailer. I am one of your hosts, Johnny Leroy, and as always, we have our local horror experts here with us. We've got Jim Jam. Jim Jam here. Head writer at TNHorror.com, Yeti. Hey, hey, hey. All right, guys, and on today's podcast, we will be talking about cinematography. Dario Argento, and which will lead into the movie of the week, Suspiria. And um, speaking of good stuff, I don't know if that wasn't a real good segue, but whatever, uh, you head over to tnhorror.com, and Yeti has a uh, fucked up Fridays for you every Friday. That's right. Every Friday, I'm going to dig in, find some uh, find some less, little lesser known extreme horror you know, everybody knows about guinea pig and American guinea pig and, uh, like a Serbian film and shit. But what I mean, like extreme horror goes way deeper than that. And there's so many tentacles to that monster that, that I think it, it deserves a little more light. So every Friday, fucked up Fridays, I'm going to, I'm going to come at you with a new piece of fucking extremely weird cinema. And, uh, I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do. Yeah, as you know, uh, tnhorror.com, uh, it has PG stuff on it, and it has adult-flavored things on it, because uh, we're not sponsored by a major corporation, and we don't give a fuck. Correct? Yep. Is that pretty much it, Jim Jam? Yeah. We are there for everyone. And uh, so, yeah, I still got a cold. Um, apparently, I, I had the flu last week, so I was coughing a lot, and uh, still got a cough, and... That sucked. So thanks for that, motherfucker. I got it, too. You was already coughing last week. You're just even worse off. Yeah, Yeah. it it sucked. So, yeah. Never had the flu before. Feel bad for me, guys. And I think I got chicken pox. How the fuck do you have chicken pox? He don't have chicken pox. He's just dirty. I'm dirty. (laughs) He's just dirty. No. Uh, he's like, how the fuck is it? If you had chicken pox as an adult, it's like the worst thing you could have. Yeah, I heard like, that. Doesn't it like turn into shingles as an adult? Yeah. Well, I don't know. My dad got the chicken pox when we did when he was a kid, and it was like horrible for him because he never had it as a kid. Didn't, oh, hey, didn't back in the day they used to have chicken pox parties? Oh, yeah. Once one of us uh-huh. got it, my mom was like, uh, everybody's getting it. <laughs> everybody well, fucking. Knock this bitch out before. Yeah, everybody get it. Yeah. But they got a fucking vaccine for that think. shit now, so. No, that's no good, though. You need to let your kids experience that shit. Makes them <laughs> have, grow up better the, people. <laughs> have the fucking chicken pox star, scar on you. Yeah, Not got, the star, the I scar. I got one on my forehead somewhere. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it, it'll fuck you up for life. Hey, God, does your parents a, have the scar on their shoulder where they oh, tore a chunk out of their arm when they was in high school? Oh, that's where they got that shot. That damn rotted your skin or some yeah, shit? Yeah, like some fucked up shot. I don't yeah, know. My mom's got that on her shoulder. Yeah, that was some fucked up shot they gave you, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, anyways, we're <laughs> that's probably for polio. That's how old, that's how old our parents are. They they fucking and we're over here like, yeah, I'm 38, and I'm like, yeah, my parents had to get polio shots. So that's fucked up. 
I don't know if they did or not. Hey, <laughs> Yeti, Yeti should know. His mom's a nurse or something, ain't she? Yeah, she's a nurse practitioner. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm old enough to shot, so fucking shot, 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 shots. All of them. Wrong shots. None of that, none of that polio, smallpox shit oh, coming around here. I thought yeah, you, I don't I thought you were talking about you over taking shots. <laughs> I got vaccinated. <laughs> we couldn't go to school without being vaccinated. Anyways. Uh, Great state of Tennessee. Yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, they're like, fuck it. your fucking crotch fruit. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I don't know how we're going to segue into cinematography, but we're segueing into it, <laughs> our first topic. Um, <laughs> well, uh, cinematography, yeah, it uh, creates the look and feel of a movie. Um, you know, like, is it they going for realistic or expressionist tone, you know, stuff like that with a camera be, um, you know, like just showing the point of view or you know, face at a specific character, black and white, you know, color, vibrant colors and all that, you know, the saturated colors. And, and obviously we're doing this because the movie of the week is Suspiria. Yeah. And, uh, we're just going to discuss a little talk of, you know, like not necessarily who's the best, maybe some of the, who's, who's the best, but you know, just how do you feel about cinematography? Is it something that you look forward to in a movie? To me, cinematography is like you watch a movie and you're like, Wow, that was a good movie. And if the cinematography is really, really fucking good, you're like, holy fuck, that was a great movie. You know what I'm saying? It can make a, a good movie great. Yeah, and it doesn't, to me, it doesn't have to be uh, like super clean, crisp cinematography to push it over the edge. It's got to fit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just another tool. Like found footage, I fucking, you know, a lot of people don't like it. I love found footage because that cinematography, that point of view, whether it's from uh, somebody who's scared, like a victim, or or the killer, you know, you get that extra emotion in it. Like, the either the, the calm or the frenzy of the killer or, like, the fear and anxiety that you feel from the victim, you know? Yeah, I think the, on the found footage, it's it can be unforgiving. You know what I'm saying? It has to be done right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's it's like it can I mean, it can really fuck up fail. a found footage film. Yeah. Like it can really just fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? Which I guess that's for, per se for any movie. Um, yeah. And and a lot of the the indie horror, as we were talking about this, uh, has to use good cinematography because well, I mean they don't have a whole lot of special effects like money wise put in behind it, so they have to get the shot correct to make a better movie. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of if they have to rely on the skill, you know, of uh you know, how can I make this shot work? You know, that's the uh, awesome thing about indie horror because you know, they don't have a lot of money, so they uh, they have to improvise and you know, do what they can like the cinematographer, the DP has to do his, what he can to make it look like a Hollywood masterpiece or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, like you know, a lot of shits uh, becoming a lot cheaper to make now. Like um, those aerial shots that you have to, yeah, you, know, you used to, you would never see them because I mean you got to rent a helicopter and whatnot. The fucking now big you ass throw crane. Throw in the air. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. Uh, like we was talking about, and we'll talk about in Suspiria about them using the crane and everything and. It's like now that's you don't have to use that shit anymore, and there's so much more aerial shots where the drone can go in between, like I don't know, you know, a place in Europe where like 
it has the the archway. Yeah, like it, yeah. a drone can fly in between that now instead of them just taking a helicopter and flying over it or taking a boom crane and kind of you know going down in between it or whatever. Like that iconic, you know, scenes you can they can like, go in in and out of and stuff. Yeah, or just any movie. I mean, now they can go in and out of it, in and out of trees, and it's yeah. I mean, because people that fly drones, like these motherfuckers, are masterful. You ever float a drone? Ah, uh, my brother's get it. My brother can fly a drone. I can fly it straight into the ground. <laughs> my brother, hell, my brother used to fly the 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 throw like the remote hair, yeah. airplanes, like you'd buy at Walmart, the styrofoam ones. Fly the living fuck out of them, dude. I mean, he'd just sit out there for hours and just learn how to fly it. Well, he's gonna be our uh, when we start yeah. making films. Yeah, oh, he could be pilot. your drone guy. Yeah, he'll be he, our drone pilot. Yeah, he'll get that motherfucker so high you couldn't see it. Like, yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah. he could do that shit. Strap a damn GoPro to it. But yeah, nowadays, uh, and there's a lot of it. Um, I was just thinking, I just watched a thing, and we're talking about cinematography, and uh, someone was that DJI Pocket. Yeah. Well, it shoots in 4K. That's crazy, ain't it? So these people can go, and you can create stock footage. Or you're up on the mountain, and I was just sitting there thinking about that. I was like, and I mean, it shoots in 4K slow mo, 60 frames per second. Well, a person wouldn't even necessarily have to go to that area as a filmmaker to get that footage. They can pull it off the internet and buy it off someone now. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, that's Man, how that's that that's where we're right at. There. Yeah, that's where just we're go at. Buy, just go if you're damn good at damn flying a drone or something. Just go. By, uh, like these people go, like these people. The well, I mean, with this that DJI Pocket, uh, people go hiking and stuff, and they're in the mountains, and they're just shooting these fucking phenomenal scenes. Well, that could as a know, filmmaker, if you can't make it there, you have that shot, and you can buy it off of. The, the, the uh, people sell it though. Yeah, people sell that stuff now as stock oh, footage. Yeah. So and and you can get it at sixty frames per second, thirty frames, twenty four. You can get it in slow mo. I mean, it's endless on how you can make money now off of these little cameras because everyone's got a camera now. I think we're in the wrong business, Johnny. Yeah, we are. I agree. We but, are. But we would have to go hiking. <laughs> yeah, we're see. We're still in the wrong business, thing. dude. Hey, we could get fit and make money. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, shit, you get up in the Appalachian Mountains and... Oh, and never you're... mind. No, I'm good. Why? Well, that's too much. I'm talking about the Appalachian Trail, man. But then... Well, yeah, because then you're gonna be, you'll be recording your last video because a bear fucking attacked That motherfucker goes from Georgia to, like, Maine. Yeah. Yeah, our big asses will be on the news for getting mauled by a fucking grizzly. There wouldn't be no... No, man. There's people that... Oh, we got black bears. Yeah, there's yeah. fucking, but there's oh, hundreds, there's no grizzlies in there's the like hundreds of people that do that. No, hell no, yeah. black bears. Oh, them motherfuckers are even worse. Oh, yeah, well, black bears max out at like three fifty. Well, I mean, well, I'm bigger than that motherfucker. Then I'm good. <laughs> Fuck I got that. a hundred pounds of my bear. I fuck that bear up. That bear got sharper claws than I do. Can you imagine Yeti and a bear fucking wrestling? You just lay on top of it, dude. I have tried. <laughs> like, like, could you imagine? Times. Like, you we just jump it. on the back. You tried to wrestle a bear. Well, I mean, not not like went out and tried to wrestle him, but like you know, we go to the Smokies a lot because it's just a stone's throw away from the house. Yeah. So uh, you know, we'll go up there and we'll see bear a lot. You know, you'd be going through a little uh, the driving loop at Cades Cove, and there'll be a bunch of assholes parked and blocking the way. 
sure enough, there's a bear out right off off the road, and I'm always like, hey, get the camera. I'm going to go wrestle this bear. And she's like, no. You know, the old lady never lets me go wrestle bears or fight peacocks or nothing. (laughs) Fucking terrible. God damn. Yeah, I think think it's more or less that uh, I'm going to go fight this bear. No, you're going to go get fucked up by this bear. And then, and then, and then how's she going to explain that when y'all get to the hospital? Man, his dumb ass. Like, she had to live with that forever. His wife would kill us because I would be letting Yeti. I'd be like, okay, just be careful, Yeti. (laughs) (laughs) Here, just take this knife in case. That motherfucker would probably run away. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so we're talking about bears Why? Just have Yeti strap a stake to his chest and he wouldn't run away. Fuck that shit, dude. Yeah. It's okay. As long as as the shot was clean. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got got a good steady cam going. It'd be good. I, I guess. I mean, well, did, that would be some good cinematography we could pull off. He there. brought it right back. You know? Okay. Yeah. He. I gotta get this footage <laughs> for this movie. Yeah. But yeah, so cinematography. Um, they don't call him Yeti for nothing. How big of a deal is it for you? Like the movie is just like shot so well. Like, even with cinematography, like, say, a fucked up movie, like a Serbian film, it was still shot really well. Oh, yeah. The cinematography was great, but it was a fucked up movie. But you could enjoy that part of it. Like, oh, man, that was a beautiful movie. Yeah, it was was really well shot. It's a lot with a lot of, like, really fucked up movies like that. Uh, Trauma, uh, the Chilean film, uh, Chilean or Argentine, I can't remember. But a Serbian film, they both got really nice cinematography. Everything. So when when all this bad shit's happening, it's so clean, so crisp. And it fits really well with, like, the mood. Uh, yeah, they're in a beautiful <laughs> area, but yet they're doing fucked up shit. Yeah. Could you imagine being the one shooting that shit? I think no, it'd be boy. hard to film. I wouldn't want to film some of that stuff, no. Yeah, shoot, buddy. No, I'm good. Yeah, uh, like, I didn't even want to sit through it. I did good to watch it. it on this end, you know? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm over here. Like, I didn't even want to sit through it, but... Anyways, it's, uh, like, uh, it's like the one I watched uh, for my first installment of Fucked Up Friday. Um, it's called The Great American Snuff Film. And it's purported to be, you know, films from... Well, it's a dramatization of uh, the last victims of this serial killer. And it's capped off with like some grainy eight millimeter shots of his like two and a half minute actual snuff film. And it's it's a cool little concept they put together. They got a good, got a good wrapper on it, but the whole film is kind of grainy and gritty, and uh, it switches between it just between like the silent eight millimeter stuff and you know the regular cam that they got that's that's like really gritty and has like a I don't know. It's like a handheld feel. And I think that really tied everything together. Like, a lot of people would be like, well, this is ugly, and it's terrible cinematography, but at the same time, it's like, this works here. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and that's the thing about the cinematography with the... If it... It's not about the quality, like, picture quality. Is that what you're saying? Like, it's ugly... That the, yeah, like it, if it fits the mood and you know the the lighting and everything in the you in, know, what they're going for. Yeah, yeah. then I mean it yeah. doesn't have to be 4K Ultra. No. Yeah, because uh, it's a gritty like fucking it, film. 
Another thing, though, when I think a lot of the lower budget movies do, they don't want 4K. No, you don't need it. No, you don't want people to see that good because then they will see they can see lines in the mask or the makeup or whatever. So yeah. you want some. Yeah, I mean, like, they think about put, the old slasher movies. Like, you don't fucking shoot that yeah, shit. Yeah, you don't 4K. want that in 4K. <laughs> No, because some of that shit's fucked up looking. Like, oh, yeah, you can tell that's fake. If that shit was in 4K now, like, think about old movies HD from back in the day, like when they were first shot. Like, they they claim that they're rendered up to HD now, but how is that possible? You know, the first thing that popped in my mind when you said that was fucking Street Fighter for some reason. Oh, God, who'd want to fucking watch that in HD? That movie was fucking horrible. Who'd want to watch that twice? Yeah, that movie is fucking horrible. Oh, Jean Claude! Wasn't Jean Claude? I think he was. That was that was a like, like you had remember you. And we're going so far off subject here, but Mortal Kombat the movie and Street Fighter the movie. <gasps> Mortal Kombat was way better of a movie than Street Fighter. Cinematography on it was pretty crazy though, but for its time, yeah. Speaking of that, but yeah. I mean, that was a wild concept. That would still, be hard. Are they making another movie? They should. With the, I mean, they the could do it now. Oh, man, but you know, Goro and all them would be fucking CGI. Well, they'd have to be. I mean... They wouldn't... Well, they didn't have to be back then. Well, now, though, you... I mean, they can make CGI look a lot better now. No. They can. Yeah. But they don't. (laughs) Yeah. Make it better, damn it. Yeah. So, cinematography, a big deal? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't... uh... Like the like the Marvel stuff, like it, t- it really takes me out of it because the cinematography is really good, but at the same time, like the fucking green screen CGI backgrounds and shit. Oh, that's all they like are. It, it's so crisp that it's like God, this looks fake as shit. Yeah, and I, I that's know. all they shoot at is a green screen. I don't know. Like it the majority of their stuff is just green screen. You know like, that they're shit? truly acting. Like, you know that shit a... blows my mind to see like Star Wars or anything when they're going in big cities and all that stuff. I'm like, who the fuck makes this, man? Because they spend some time on making Well, that was when it was cool when they would do models. Yeah. Like all the ships were models and all that shit. That was so fucking awesome. George Luke, yeah. I guess he was. Yeah. I mean, but that was before you could do the CGI back in the day. Because, you know, the first, the three that come out in the early 2000s, they ruined because it was just CGI mad fest. It's crazy, though, how they did it back then in the 70s, was able to pull off a fucking space movie in the 70s, and it looked well, I mean, legit. But you gotta think, there's a lot of fucking space movies, though, back then. But, I mean, look yeah. at Star Trek was back then, so. Star Wars looked phenomenal, though. Oh, Star Wars was fucking awesome. I mean, we're getting nerdy here, but Star Wars was great. We're just talking about yeah, cinematography. Yeah. And you gotta think, the cinematography on Star Wars was fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, George Lucas was just, I mean, you know, he hit the spot on there. Well, I don't know if that was him, though. He was just director. Well, true. But, I mean, it was his ideas. And, and the same way with, like, Jurassic Park. You know, the cinematography, you sent something about him. And look at Terrifier. That movie, uh, which is, you know, as gritty and dirty as it was, it was shot really well, you know? Yeah, it was super well shot. And people love that movie now. Um, Gilbert Taylor is a cinematographer for Star Wars A New Hope. I don't know if he did the other ones, but but yeah, the guy that I sent the that did Jurassic Park, <coughs> I believe he's the same one that did Halloween. 
And Halloween was, you get them shots where, you know, he's outside the window and just how crisp it is. And granted, it, like we said, uh, it was shot in fucking summertime and they wanted it in fall, which, you know, whatever. It was Dean Coondy is the one that did, uh, he also did Escape from, so I believe he, the Flintstones, Jurassic Park, Back to the Future 3. So that dude's done some Dean Coondy. Oh, I mean, Back to the Future Part 3. I mean, yeah, that wasn't the greatest movie. Well, In my personal opinion, that was the worst out of the three, correct? Yeah. Definitely. No, it was shot good. You know, the the Wild West and all that, but it was not, yeah. It was not great. No, they, they milked that cow. Did you see uh, that they're making uh, a Groundhog Day video game? Wow. What? Yeah, and you're Phil Jr., you know, because uh, his name's Phil, I guess. Uh, Bill Murray's name was Phil. So you play as Phil Jr. And, his, hey. and you're stuck in that town. Like, his dad stays in the town, and he's like a hero in the town. Yeah. Because he can play the fucking piano. He can do everything, you know. The motherfucker learned everything. And, uh, yeah. Sorry, I just, I had to bring that up. Looking at Dean Cundy's, uh discography, he did a movie back in the day called Satan's Cheerleaders from 77. He Ooh. he was the director of photography. Eddie, that would be That's something awesome. Satan's cheerleaders, and uh, also another good indie horror movie, and we've talked about a lot. Chicago Rot. Like I mean, you oh know, god, that that movie is beautiful. Yeah, and you gotta think like low, extreme low budget, and that movie, and the music in that movie, and the way that it's shot. And his name is Ryan Barina. I probably fucked up his name, Barina, but uh, I mean, great movie. And the cinematography in it was fantastic. The special effects were fantastic. The music was fucking awesome. Let me go, yeah, but let me go back to Dean Cundy real quick. He did all three Back to the Future. <coughs> okay. Well, the first one, the first and second he one. He did Hook, too. With uh, Robin Williams. Yeah. That was the Robin Williams. Casper, one, Apollo 13. God, Flubber. Oh, damn. Yeah, so he's just Dude, the man. Yeah, he's a badass. <laughs> he's the fucking man. He's obviously a hero as a cinematographer, or, you know. The man when it comes to cinematography, when you talk about cinematography. But yeah. Um. Another one that I'm going to mention because, uh, as y'all always say, that my cinnamoner is uh, Will Barrett with Aeriscope. He does almost pretty much all the movies for like Hatchet, uh, Frozen. Wait, Frozen? Digging Up the Marrow? No. Frozen, the, the, no, the, three the Disney movie? A, no, it's three people on a ski lift. Oh, okay. I was just checking, dude. You said Frozen. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've never watched Frozen. Yeah, Will Barrett, he's the man. I've never seen either Frozen. Yeah, so the uh, the cinematography in the movie that we reviewed this week. So, uh, Dario Argento is our topic. Mm-mm-mm. So, Argento was born in Rome, guys. I'm the son of the Sicilian film producer and executive Salvatore Argento. Could you imagine having the fucking name Salvatore? Like, you'd be a boss. Like, yeah. I mean, a legit like, boss. Like, you almost have to be badass. Yes. My name's fucking Salvatore. I mean, they probably went around and they called you Sal. But yeah. still, I mean, Salvatore. Like, you fucking, you're the fucking man. You'd have to walk around thinking you're the man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Sort of plan too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I mean, even uh, Dario, 
Like they had the name Dario. Like it just. Well, I guess it's unique compared to our names. It's probably like normal over there. Yeah. In Italy and Rome and all that shit. It's probably like Italian for Derek or something. Yeah, you're right. It is probably yeah Italian for Derek. <laughs> oh Dario, hey Derek. Fun facts with Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Dan. This is Daniel. Yeah. Um. His mother was a photographer. She's Brazilian, so his dad was pulling some damn phone stuff. She had, she did have Italian ancestry, though, it says. But he began his career as a film critic. Kind of like uh, huh. Yeti. <laughs> you can, uh, wow, you're putting... Wow. Congratulations, Yeti. You're a film critic. You were, This you will be the it. only time you get mentioned in the same line with Dario Argento. It fucking happened. <laughs> you can never. We can never take this away from you. You can't. Let's edit it out. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but he was writing for various magazines while still attending high school. Considered the Italian hits Chicago. Wow. I can see that. Now, yeah, he. His movie designs just uh, weird fucking concepts, you know? Suspiria is fucking weird, dude. Yeah, yeah, it is. Do you know what? Uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> but uh, I like some of his other stuff. Uh, before he did Suspiria, he did a bunch of like the Italian crime drama stuff, like murder mysteries and shit. Ooh, uh, that sounds fucking nice. Murder mystery, man, man, go watch. Uh, it's in on Shutter in the All Hail Argento yeah. collection. Yeah, Tenebrae. Tenebrae. Yeah, Tenebrae. you just told me you Fuck you just said you watched that, right? Huh? Didn't you say you just watched that? Yeah, I watched it last weekend or sometime this week. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what you was talking about to be honest. So it's yeah. fucking good. It sucked this week. I was sick all week, so. It was like the the twist at the end. It was like I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I was like, "Oh shit!" I don't know. It was best known for his work in the horror genre during the seventies and eighties, particularly in the subgenre giallo, giallo, and for his influences on modern horror films. Dario helped George Romero produce Dawn of the Dead. Huh? That's crazy. Dawn of the Dead. He also uh, Dario and George Romero co-created a film called Two Evil Eyes. Which it's got a Italian name at the beginning of it, but I can't pronounce it. Something diabolical. Can you pronounce that? Do or see diabolici. Yeah. Diabolici. Two evil eyes, yeah. yeah. But it was uh, Edgar Allan Poe stories. Ooh. That, you think they'll do another uh, Edgar Allan Poe movie? Remember that? They come out with the one. What was that one uh, with a dude in it? And he was that one guy where they did his stuff. At the no, it was an Edgar Allan Poe movie. <laughs> and like he was, they thought he was a killer or something, but he was the poet. You know, something fucking weird. I mean, they probably won't because that movie wasn't that good. But this film was got Thompson. You know talking about no, but Two <laughs> Evil Eyes is where uh, Tom Savini got the first work with uh, Dario Argento. So he did special effects for it. Nice. And then uh, 
Tom and Dario also did Trauma together. Where a killer uses a retractable cable to sever the heads of the victims. Tom and the, his crew built this. Which was pretty fucking rad. And when you listen to them talk about uh, what they used. They used like a screwdriver and some other things and built this uh, this killer's tool, I guess you say. Huh. So, yeah. It's pretty cool, though. You've seen it, though. i seen... I didn't get to see all of it, but I've seen scenes of it. And the scenes were... Yeah, they were Argento. And you had the master of uh, FX, Tom Savini, so it definitely was uh, a big help there, I say. What do you think? Uh, that sounds like something worth checking out, for sure. Sure. So this shows how much Dario is such a good director... One scene of uh, trauma, a head falls down an elevator shaft and lands on like a spike. Tom was telling the interviewer that uh, Dario filmed it in reverse to get a better effect. Hmm. That makes sense because it'd be a bitch to. Which we all know Dario's movies have an amazing cinematography about them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing with all of them. They're all really well, well shot and they always look good. On the. The documentary I was watching, they uh, in the movie Opera, I guess there was a bird flying around inside the the opera house or whatever. Real bird? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, they used a huge crane that hung down from the ceiling. They had two cameras on each side of it to track the bird. <laughs> Wait, so it wasn't, it was meant to be flying around? Yeah. Oh, okay. They released it themselves. I thought yeah. you just you no, was no. going to tell us a cool story where, like, he fucking picked it off with a fucking pea shooter or something. <laughs> he the, took it down with I mean, two stars. cranes to follow one bird? I guess in case it got a head or something. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Like, you're fucking putting yeah, they your were, forks and some fucking money out like in a fucking oh, opera. Oh, man, movie. they showed the picture of the crane and shit. It was massive. And they had to bolt it to the ceiling and shit. But uh, in another movie, he did Creepers. Uh, One scene, they uh, put like a fish aquarium or something in front of a slow motion camera and squirted coffee into the the aquarium. And that, and when after they got done, they, you know, overlaid it on the movie and it created the look of uh, Creepers, which I need to explain what this is about bugs. But uh, it looked like a swarm of damn bugs and stuff. So that's how they got that. Wow. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Like, you thinking about that shit. Um, that's the, I think that's the one where it's, it's a little girl who has, like, magic powers to talk to bugs. And she uses it to solve a, help solve a murder or something. I think it's, like, the synopsis for it. Y- that's strange. But going back, <laughs> going back to uh, Two Evil Eyes, you know who Harvey Cattell? No. Uh, yeah, the wolf from uh, Pulp Fiction. The wolf from, from Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. That- yeah. Oh yeah, uh, he's the uh, he's the one that played the preacher from Dawn of the uh, Dust, not- Dust Till Dawn. But he was in Two Evil Eyes, and he told him that he didn't want or he refused to work around the fake head they had for him in one of his scenes where he gets his head <laughs> cut off because it was too <laughs> creepy. Oh yeah, I know who that guy is. Gotcha. And something else, a little tidbit, I guess. Dario Argento does not like working with actors. 
No, that's kind of hard to be a fucking director. Yeah. It's kind of his fucking job. I don't know. <laughs> I guess he just wants to make movies. But they, in the documentary, it was saying that if he could, he would just rather work with CGI people. <clears throat> <laughs> well, he probably just don't like dealing with, uh, it's not working with actors, it's working with egos. Yeah, that's, that's probably a big That's what big I imagine the, the majority of it, just the egos of fucking dealing with people. That was just a few notes that I had and that popped out to me, but, you know, Dario has some kids that he's got put in his movies. I can't pronounce her name. He likes to work with certain people. Oh, yeah, yeah. He likes to keep a family thing. Um, like a family feel? Because his dad produces movies, and then I think his brother, little brother, was a, a producer in his movies. So he kept it strong in the family. Yeah, yeah, but what? how do you pronounce her name? Asia. It's not Asia. That's Well, that's how it's fucking spelled. I mean, you could say I see a... I think it's what they pronounce. I can't remember. I mean, if you want to go fucking pronounce every freaking syllable of it or every letter, I see a. Asia. Asia. Yeah, Asia. But it's spelled Asia. Asia Argento. She she was saying in the documentary it was odd because one of the movies she had to get topless. And uh, she said it was really odd to be getting topless in front of her father. Yeah, that's weird. And he yeah. ki- and he also killed his, her uh, older sister in another movie, and she was in a rape scene in one of his movies. Damn, that would be I'm not awkward as fuck at the dinner uh, table. But she, well, yeah, this I'm is gonna, her talking. I'm, I'm not. Pop- well, I'm just saying I'm going to avoid everything that is popping up in my head right now. But she also <laughs> was to say that sometimes she thinks that her dad just liked having her born to be in his movies or something. That's pretty much that was her words, not mine. Well, I mean that's free. That's cheap labor. Yeah. I would say yeah. free labor. I imagine movie. she's getting paid. We know that. We we got both our kids in our short films. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah, but y'all ain't getting paid to make. <laughs> but the for the um the riot one of the screenwriters of uh, Suspiria is the mom of. Uh, Aja. Aja. It's kind of like Aju, but. <laughs> Aju. <laughs> Aja. Aja. You dip your sub in it. Yeah, she she wanted to play the lead in uh, Suspiria, but I guess he, he he wasn't down for it, was he? You, but well, we'll talk. She'll make a small the, cameo though. Um, was that the blonde chick at the beginning? Uh, she was on a video in the airport. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it, I, no, I'm like sitting here thinking now. Some small cameos. I'm sitting here thinking now, no, that was not the blonde chick at the beginning. What a dumbass. Why did I even say that? <laughs> like, legit, I was just like, I'm a dumbass. Why did I say that? <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, Dario Argento, what an amazing person. Real quick, though, he is a superstar in Italy. Like, kids these days come up to him and are wanting him, like, bombard him and, like, when he's out in the restaurants and get want his autograph. Well, so he's still I mean, a, a huge part of Italy, Italian, Italian film yeah. culture. Yeah, so I just huh. want to point that out. But yeah, he's and he's one that people said that he should have moved to like California or the states to do movies, and he he stand firm and he stays in Italy. Well, I mean, but he's someone that we can never interview because he don't speak English. 
Um, I doubt he would. Oh, I mean, I know, but um, but it would be pointless because he wouldn't be able to talk to us. Okay. So yeah, no future of him. Fun facts with Jim Jam. Yeah. So. <laughs> speaking of that. Speaking of fun. You know what else is fun? T-shirts. You can go get your t-shirt at uh, Southern Sun Boutiques with an S dot com. And um, also you can use that Shutter promo, TN Horror, and uh, Conuga is February the 22nd through the 24th, and it will be at the Downtown Chattanooga Convention Center and the Chattanooga Hotel. And the Horror Track, we got this confirmation, correct? Sorry, I was pausing with Eddie Jimmy and call. It will all be at the uh, downtown Chattanooga Convention Center. Besides the movie showings, they will be over at the Chattanooga and their theater. Hopefully, they updated some stuff. I don't know, but Conuga—it's—it's it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. You can bring your kids, and then you can give them some Benadryl, and make them pass out in the hotel room, and then you just go party at the hotel parties <laughs> at night. If that, I mean, if that's what you want to do, I'm not suggesting anyone do that's that. I'm not just saying it's a possibility. That that if you're a bad parent and you want to do that, you can do that. You know, just not saying that you should. Not saying you'd be a good person for doing it. I'm just saying you could do but it. You could yeah. do it. Yeah, I mean, you're a terrible person if you did that to you. But anyways, what knocking up, giving them sleeping medication, so you don't have to deal with them. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you made it sound even better there. But uh, give them a couple of melatonin and. Here's your five melatonin. Half an Ambien. Hey, here's your five melatonin gummies. Yeah, it's like Ambien. <laughs> but yeah, <coughs> no, but Con, it's your con. It could be a con, any con that you want it to be anime, comic, cosplay, fucking British humor, whatever. Con, it's your con. This is the movie of the week. M- movie. M- movie of the week. And as. I guess, as you already know, uh, the movie of the week is Suspiria. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dario, uh, directed by Dario Argento, um, an American newcomer to a prestigious German ballet academy, comes to realize that the school is a front for something sinister amid a series of grisly murders. Ooh. That was spine tingling, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um,. Jessica Harper is the lead role. Um, I didn't know what I was getting into when I watched this movie. I don't know about y'all. Like, I didn't read up on it or nothing. So you didn't realize it was an artsy movie? I didn't realize it was ballet. (laughs) And and at that point, I was like, motherfucker. Ballet. And they didn't even show no naked chicks. Artsy foreign yeah, film and no naked chicks, guys. No, not, not but that, that that doesn't matter. Uh, that was a joke. I don't always have to see naked chicks in a movie. But um, but it helps. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you say so. And this movie, I did pay close attention to the cinematography because I that's what this movie's well known for. Yeah. So I paid a lot of attention to it, and it fucking rained a lot. Yes. Right. I, I didn't look into that, but do you think they use a lot of rain machines or they just had so to happen right? to be raining when they were flying? I don't know, but good God, dude. And the it starts out where she comes in and she's at the airport and she can't even get a cab. I didn't understand Yeah, that. she's running out in front of cabs, about to get hit and shit. 
My thing was is, did you notice like all the one cats were yellow, but she got into a fucking dark black one or a blue, and I'm like, uh, I wonder if them, what if them are real cow? Uh, I think the other ones were real and the black one wasn't or something, but I was like, uh, that could just be a dude posing as a fucking cab. Yeah. You say she might have got into a fake taxi? Uh, yeah. That she might have <laughs> got into the dude, fake taxi. Hey, look, he might have been on to something that, you know, was ahead of its time. He was the first Uber ever. <laughs> <laughs> He might have been the first. He, fake, he might have been the first fake taxi ever. Okay, that too. Oh, I don't take tips, but you can take my. But you I'm know what's sorry. crazy though, man? He's like, "Fuck you! I'm not getting out in this rain." He made no. Yeah, own. he's like, she stood there like, "You gonna help?" And oh, he's no, like, "Nope." Hell no! And then she's at the door, and he drives her to the uh, to the academy. Which I guess she's out in the middle of the fucking woods, right? <laughs> yeah, which was fucking weird, man. This movie was weird. And I was just sitting there looking, and like, I don't know where them trees are, but just the way that they shot that scene. And, you know, oh, so, which thing? Oh, when they're going to the school? Yeah, like when at the very beginning, and the lights just passing through the trees, all these fucking hundreds of yep. hundreds and it was hundreds eerie of trees. as hell, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like, um, dude, this is a fucked up school. And then they get to this place, and it's like all fucking buildings. You know what I'm saying? Like a dead end. It was weird. It's just weird. <laughs> But yeah, she goes up to the door and knocks on it, and this girl comes out like screaming hysterically. Well, before she even knocked or, on it, not even screaming, but before just she even like, scared on to death. Yeah, and if I had, if a girl come out of the damn building screaming <laughs> and then close the door, and I'm not gonna ring on the doorbell, like yeah, I think I'm gonna. But you ring on the doorbell, no one answers, or they do, and they tell you to go away. And you're leaving, and the bitch is running through the fucking woods. Yeah, yeah, you see the camera. Well, it's supposed to be the car. I shouldn't call her a bitch, but what? yeah. Well, you the, see the her chick down. is running through the woods. That's crazy. And not, they don't even try to help her. They're just like, they're just staring like, what the fuck is going on? Damn, why are you going on a night run when it's raining? That's crazy. Yeah, like. People be jogging these days crazy. That, uh, yeah, that's fucking nuts, man. And it just goes to show you people that are in ballet are nuts. That right there confused me. That scene confused me because then it. Didn't it, after that scene, it sh- went to the hotel or, yeah. or, or something like that? I thought it was the main chick. But I didn't realize <laughs> I did too. Wrong. I, did I too. didn't realize it was the girl in the fucking woods. At first, I did too, and I was like, what's going, what, what's going on here, man? I'm so fucking confused. I thought she was, what? But you will notice in this movie, though, like, this is something else that I, I uh, found. This whole movie is all dubbed over. Yeah, they didn't yeah, use none of the actual audio from the movie. Yeah, because and you it, could tell. But it was shot in probably Italian. No, it was shot in. You could see them talking well, most well, of the time. I mean, but but what they said though, they shot it. Uh, they did it like that, and then dubbed it in four different languages. Yeah, so, I mean, I imagine. Did you know that because he was going to put the dialogue in and post production, he set up like a fucking enormous sound system on set and played the score as they were going through the film. Yeah, uh, Like that super surreal score. Yeah. He played that shit as loud as possible. Yeah, he's, uh, they said that he did that to them, try to keep the actresses, like, scared, I guess. What yeah. was the... I mean, even the soundtrack was creepy. Just the... Oh, it's by a band uh, called Goblin. Goblin. They're, uh, they actually was in Nashville last November doing the score for this movie and playing, and you could watch the movie as Goblin plays it live. I don't 
now the benefit of that, but I mean, I guess if you're a super duper hardcore fan, yeah, I mean, but I wouldn't see the benefit of like, could you hear the movie or were they just playing the score like he was? You don't even know what the fuck's. You know one thing though in the hotel when they, <coughs> you know they're it's it's confusing as fuck because you then uh she's by the window she's got the light shining out the window yeah all that's doing is damn glaring on the window you ain't gonna see shit that's what I was thinking and then you see a fucking hairy ass arm look look like a fucking gorilla come through that motherfucker and grab a hold of her but that could, and the kills are very these actresses are very dramatic almost like they're them from a Broadway play or some shit right. Well, and I thought that that was going to be the main killer. Yeah. I mean, because it's 1977. If you don't know, the motherfuckers are witches. Like, you should... Like, I didn't know, so I just ruined it for everyone that don't know. But uh, I didn't realize that's what this movie was. A witch movie? Yeah, I had no clue. I'm like, oh, man, it's a fucking ballet movie. Talking about ballet, it's just weird. Everything about this. Speaking of that weird. hotel, though, the hotel kills. The last part of whether one girl, I guess she gets stabbed and shit, stabbed to death, and then the motherfucker throws her over the balcony with the something. Around, I guess he had something around her waist, and it as she fell, it slid up from her waist and just uh, hung her pretty much right. Yeah, through that fucking stained glass window. Yeah, yeah, he threw her through the stained glass window. And it had a wire. Yeah, it had a wire, but it was around her waist. <laughs> and as she fell, it slid up. and then. I took it as the wire was in the fucking stained glass somehow. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty crazy but it was shit. A, it was a damn shame the mess they made on that floor. The blood that, on this thing. The tile work on that floor is fucking gorgeous. Like, I was just wondering, is that a real place? Yes. Right? Can can you go there? Like like the whole everything I was looking at, I was like, is that a fucking set or is that real? But what about the blood though? How the color of the blood? It was like a milky red, wasn't it? I thought it was a yeah. fucking bright red paint. Yeah, kind of reminded me of the old hammer films <coughs> and shit with that fucking fluorescent red blood. Yeah, I was just sitting there thinking it would suck to try to get paint off of you. But then you realize, you know. I guess uh, I guess it pulls back or something, and you see the other girl get she got down a piece of glass to the fucking forehead or something, didn't she? Yeah. Oh, did she? I didn't. I didn't see that. So yeah. Oh, this girl. What about the? Uh, but going back when they get back to the school, you know, you got the main actress was Susie. Yeah, Susie Jessica. Harper. <clears throat> Jessica Harper. She's going to school and she's walking through the hall at one point, you know, and this creepy ass little blonde headed kid. Well, he's creepy as shit. You remember? Yeah, the little boy, and that's her. Yeah, he looked creepy as fuck. Her, her uh, nephew. But um, because he was part of the cult. Then he's uh, was it? I guess she went. What what happens in this in the hallway? Is that little light? Or does she shine that light? Something happens where it's, uh, Susie. Oh, she does a hex on her. Okay, so makes her sick, so she has to stay at the at the. She didn't want to. They didn't have a room ready for her, so she was had to stay at this one girl's, and then. The head teacher, or whatever you want to call her, was like, we got your room ready. And she's like, no, I'm not going to stay here. I'm just going to stay over there. And, well, they made it to where she had to stay there. They did a hex and flashed her in the eye and made her sick. And Yeah, she's in the damn dance studio trying to... Yeah, blacking out. She told the damn woman... I don't know who that woman was. She's the woman in the suit. 
Is she sick? No the lead instructor. You just, just got to keep on going. And she and the way she's down, just falling through there, she's like, oh, oh. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, man. It's over-dramatic as hell. Speaking of overly dramatic, a little bit before that, it's like my favorite scene in the whole movie. They're in the, uh, I guess, like the locker room. Okay, and that, that one chick that she ends up living with for like a couple of days. Yeah. She's like, and she's talking to the other girls and she's like, you can never trust the, the ones with names that start like with S's because those are the names of snakes. <laughs> yeah. She's all hissing at the girl and she's like, and sticking her tongue yeah, out at her. Yeah, that was so fucking weird. I was like, why? That was fucking hilarious. Like, why is she sticking her tongue out like that? Like, what? Like, these are fucking adults. Right. You know, mm. like, grown-ass adults. And I'm like, why are they acting like little children? Well, uh, We're just giving ballerinas all a bad name in this movie. Well, um, what about the scene where the girl falls into the room full of barbed wire? Yeah, it looked like real barbed wire there. <clears throat> of course it wasn't. <laughs> it was just fucking wire rolls. I, I was just like, what the fuck? But, um, yeah, that's way down the line. You got the maggots before that. Oh shit! Sorry, yeah, oh, I forgot about. That. Well, you know the. Uh, well, they they give her they give her okay. First off, Susie has to stay there, and um, they give her a sleeping uh, a food regimen. The doctor's of course in on everything. He's like, oh yeah, she's got to drink wine for her breakfast or for her lunch to get the blood going back. Or send some the bullshit. Blood, send the blood out <laughs> to make more blood, and um. So they they they're pretty much, you know, uh, what's it called? Spiking the her wine, yeah. So that she passes yeah. out at night. So, so when she passes, out, she wake back up. Is that where she wakes back up? And the damn maggots are everywhere. No, she that was before. Like her friends, like, oh, I gotta go down for dinner, and she's brushing her hair, and there's a maggots in her in her fucking hairbrush. She pulls a maggot out of her hair. And there's maggots all on the top of the fucking ceiling. Well, another little That's weird. Little tidbit, little fact, I guess, is because the girls were getting really freaked out with the maggots. So instead, they uh, start throwing maggots from the ceiling. Not maggots, but uh, rice. So, because I guess the girls didn't want uh, maggots on them or whatever. Well, imagine not. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, it'd be pretty fucking gross. Yeah, I mean. So, hey, next time you're eating some rice, uh, think about Suspiria. <laughs> well, I would say think about uh, the Lost Boys, but oh. I had some, I had some rice last night. Yeah, had some sushi. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So apparently, there's a box or something upstairs that caused the maggots to happen, and do they have something dead in it? I, I guess it had like rotten meat or something, but uh. The movie's shot really well, um, and it, and it uses the colors and everything to uh, enhance the movie. And hey, speaking of that, you want another uh, fact? Sure, facts with Jim Jam. Oh um, wow, good okay. fact. Uh, this is one of the last films to use Technicolor. Uh, Dario tracked down a machine called Tricolor, a Tricolor machine, to get more vibrant colors. Well, the pinks are bright. Yeah. But I can understand the pinks and the colors because uh, they had stained glass windows everywhere. So I could see where they pulled that off. It just wasn't random to me. 
like in some other movie. It's, you know, uh, what about the witch? She look she old looking. Yeah, she's uh, old as fuck, man. Well, apparently, that's another fact. That, that's that witch was played by a ninety year old prostitute that Dario found on the streets of Rome, and they don't know how he got her to be in the movie, but yeah, a ninety year old prostitute. How? Who? Who is still paying for her? <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> I don't care what we're doing. I feel like that would be a curiosity thing. Like, like you, you know, you going to a grandma a fetish? Or, you know, going to like a Ripley's museum. To like, plow a oh, 90-year-old? I mean, this you is back know? in the 70s, too. <laughs> I like, so, back in the 70s, she's born in the 80. She's probably born. She's born in 87. 1887. Yeah. Because this was, or 1874, and this was shot in, well, whatever, somewhere early. And she's probably been a prostitute for, like, 60, 70 years. Yeah. Whew. I'd be curious. Of what you I, could fit yeah. inside her? Or? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm a, I guess I'm a scientist at heart. I don't know. But I'd be like, you know what? I'll give you 20 whatever fake money y'all use. Let me just look under the hood. <laughs> Dude, you cannot uh, label yourself as a scientist for your fucking granny fetish. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, now you're just like trying to be like, oh, I'm a scientist here. No, motherfucker. <laughs> no. No, bro. We got you now. <laughs> we know what Yeti's down with. He's, he's down with the GGG. Oh, Grammys. You got another Oh, fact. Nana. <laughs> Isn't that what they call him in Italy? Nana. <laughs> well, let's get back on track with Jimmy's facts. The movie was supposed to be based on 12-year-old girls. Yeah, that would have been weird. But uh, I guess at the time, hurting kids was a taboo. Yeah, I'm mad. In movies. Go figure but he didn't. Don't figure. But he didn't change the script, so he said that said that that's why the dialogue seems childish. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and that's why they were doing the stick and tongue out. Thing and did that not make sense? Shit. And when I said that, seemed like they're childish. Now yeah. you know why. Well, great fact, Jim Jam, <laughs> or great fact, Internet. No, I watched the video on YouTube. Oh, gotcha. And now, well, isn't that, that Internet? Yeah. They also say it's a hateful feeling movie with all the reds and. How the, I guess the... That, There's a lot of pink. Well, just saying how people are treating everybody. It's like oh, yeah. They're treat, everybody was treating people like shit in this movie. Yeah, everybody's an asshole in this movie. Yeah, like they're fucking straight up bitches. Every one of them. And like, she didn't have a pair of shoes and she's like, you just borrow from someone else. And she's like, well, can I borrow a pair of shoes? Yeah, I'll sell them to you for 15 bucks. Well, I just wanted to borrow them. I'm okay. Gonna them. I'm going to need them back. Just make sure you give them back to us. It's like... Good God, man. What the fuck? I'm going to go ahead and use my last... I guess uh, these people are poor, though, because they are charging them to even fucking stay there. My last uh, tidbit or fact real quick before we go on so we can get it out of the way is uh, Jessica Harper was terrified you know, towards the end of the movie. Spoiler alert, whatever. Uh, when she's running through the hall and the walls are cracking and shit. That door explosion. blew off right in front of her. Yeah, they were doing that. She, that was her, and she said she was terrified that she was going to get blowed up. Yeah, I don't blame her. Oh. She's yeah. a skinny little thing, too. 
Yeah, so they were, dude, and them, man, them, them scenes are crazy as like, hell. Like at the end of it, and like the door blew off. I was like, good God. Well, we need to go back to, uh, I guess another one was the dog. Yeah, the dog kill scene. Man, they kind of. Oh, dude, come on. That was the fakest. Oh, it I was know, hilarious. but listen. Did it, it, did it seem drawn out to you, though? Like, a little too long? It reminded me of the, the, the Christmas movie we watched on Shudder. Where they had, oh, yeah, they yeah, had they that, that reindeer. Yeah. Oh, so they had like a, like an animal like Shudder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see that. Like a but I mean, that's a that's. I mean, what are you gonna do? Seventies, yeah. I mean, come on. You know, like for the time, it was like, okay, that's really good. I guess. And they so- still had the dog there, and whatever the dog was pulling on that meat, it's like, okay, this shit right here is pretty brutal. Like, I mean, they're really <laughs> putting some attention to detail and just like tearing fucking no, meat out. Do you think, like, with certain people, this this would build fear up in people because? It seemed like it was drawn out to me, like, you know, just all the cuts and shit. Well, I mean, back in the day. I guess it... I mean, I nowadays... people I'm, are scared to death. Now, now you gotta kind of appreciate the uh, uh, the cinematography of the movie and the way that it's shot and the way that it flows. And... Could you imagine, though, trying to... Like, back in those days, because it's not digital, it's all on film, how they had to cut the movie together and cut them shots together. Well, like, they had to cut out a piece of damn film... Yeah. Tape it to the yeah. Dude, that's a lot of fucking work, man. I don't know how they do it, but I'm assuming that's how they do it. Yeah. Little, oh man, how, how long do you think it took to edit a film? A long fucking time. And then dub audio over top of it. I couldn't imagine, but you know. Now I'm, we got the luxury of. I'm not in the digital. business. I'm not in the business, so. But yeah, so would you recommend Suspiria 1977? I would. I guess we're not going. Yeah, we're we talked about it enough. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I would say I would recommend a movie. I mean, it, it is a classic. I've never seen it until this time, and I didn't mind it. I liked it. I feel like it's required watching. I feel like a serious horror fan. It's kind of like a one of those movies that you need to have seen. I mean, there's a few out there. You know what I'm saying? Like the like Chainsaw and fucking uh, you know, at least the first of the big slashers and. You know, yeah, just sure. stuff that you should see, you know, just to kind of... You don't have to enjoy them. Yeah, just, just you know, if you because, I mean, them, they're they're fucking pillars, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Well, yeah, Did I super enjoy the movie? No. I was like, eh. But it was fucking pretty. <laughs> and now I can see where some films, like, that I don't didn't quite understand, like, what the fuck they're doing now, I understand what they're doing. Well, with the color and the 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 the, the music and the, because like Mandy, I'll just throw it out there. Mandy, I didn't care for. I it. was about to say, yeah, this now, is like but, a good but, version of Mandy. But Mandy took colors out of nowhere, and that's where it fucked with me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're in the middle of the woods and bright pinks popping up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I can understand now though what you were going for, and that's fine. Hey, you like that stuff? You like it. Yeah. I mean, that's not my cup of tea. Just like, I mean, Suspiria, yeah, go watch it. It's not my cup of tea. I won't ever watch it again. Uh, I feel like uh, this is one of those movies that you got to put yourself in a mid 70s state of mind for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A little, uh, little assistance with I, your perspective. I think <laughs> you got to be a little bit more forgiving. Uh, oh, yeah, that too. 
That too, yeah. I mean, like I say, I look more at the cinematography than because it was some of the stuff in the film. I was just like, God damn. But yeah, yeah, it was definitely beautiful. But uh, forty-one years later, they decide to make a remake of it, and apparently Dario don't even like it. He said, "Well, I don't know what he said. I can't remember, but he don't like it." And it I got, think he said and something got, about it betrayed the spirit of Suspiria. You cannot fucking re- you you can't remake that classic film. If you wanted to try to uh, move forward with it, forty-one years later, the school's still open somehow. It got reopened. Witches There's are still actually running two it. sequels to uh, Suspiria. Did he do it? Yeah, Argento did two. Uh, did one <coughs> immediately after Suspiria. It's also on Shutter, and the third one came out in uh, 2007. Go watch the film. Make up your own opinion on it, as we say, or we should say every week, but we don't. But uh, don't take our word for it. Go watch it yourself and get your own opinion. As we're recording this, it's available on Tubi app on Roku, so you can watch it for free. Yeah. I mean, it's got like three ads in it, and they weren't even long ads. It's like, damn, this is the best watching experience for free. Or if you want to go down that uh, and try to find it, if you don't want to mess with that, you you can probably find it on uh, YouTube somewhere. But anyways. Uh, Yeah, guys, we appreciate y'all listening. And, uh, you know, thank you for taking the time out. I hope Hopefully you liked it. If you did, uh, leave a comment or something. You know, hit us up on our social media, T and Horror News. Um, Also, uh, Patreon, we got a new perk up. What's that perk, Yeti? Oh man, uh, that that sexy fireman calendar we put together. Yeah. Except for how we're not sexy firemen at all, uh, with the canola oil and stuff. Or if you ladies and gents don't don't want to see that calendar of, you know, a bunch of fat dudes with canola oil on them and banana hammocks and whatnot every month with themed pictures. Uh, we all took uh, a couple months apiece and then we teamed up, and did a. All of us teamed up and did the centerfold for October because you know October's super important to horror fans. Now, if you don't want to ever see that, go ahead and become a five dollar patron, and you, I guarantee you, you'll never see that calendar. And we'll also instruct our highly trained team of ninjas not to come and hang one up in your house. So, yeah, yeah, so go ahead. Five dollars is all it takes to ensure that you never see the three of us with canola oil on us. So, uh, yeah, guys, we appreciate y'all listening. And uh, next week's show, we'll be talking about crypto festivals, uh, horror resorts. Is that a thing? And uh, movie of the week will be The Resort with a Z on uh, Netflix. It's a zombie movie. Yep. So, yeah, there you go. So, uh, appreciate y'all listening. Yep. So, that's all we got. We out. Peace. Hey, Spooky. Turn out to be an asshole.